We all need a shot of encouragement to keep us going. A new beginning with Greg Laurie is sure to help in your journey of faith. Hear it twice daily. Details at vision.org.au. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. There's nothing worse than that feeling of being trapped. And so many people, whilst they may well believe in Jesus, are trapped by one particular sin that keeps rearing its ugly head again and again. But what if, well, what if God actually has a way out? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program as we take another look at the stubborn sin in our lives from a different perspective. One of the worst feelings that we can have in life is that sense of being trapped, trapped in a place, trapped in our circumstances, trapped in our own destructive patterns of behaviour, and try as we might, we just can't get out. Now, God has a name for those destructive patterns of behaviour, a much shorter name. He calls them sin. And that's exactly what sin is, behaviour that's destructive, behaviour that misses the whole point of life. And it seems to be the case that pretty much each one of us has one particular pattern of destructive behaviour, one particular sin that seems to be stubborn in our lives, like, like a stubborn stain that just won't wash out. As much as we wish we could get rid of it, we've tried and tried and tried and tried over the years. We just can't. For many people, it feels like they're trapped, like there's no way out. It's a pattern of behaviour that we seem to be locked into repeating over and over again. And so many people have just resigned themselves to the fact that that's the way it's going to be and that nothing's ever going to change. I'm trapped, hopelessly trapped in this sin, and there's no way out. And so they just live their lives with the painful consequences of that sin. Well, if that kind of resonates a bit with you, I have some good news for you today. In fact, it's fantastic news. Stubborn sin comes in so many different forms. Have a quick listen. This is a list written by the Apostle Paul a couple of thousand years ago. You can find it in Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 to 21 in the New Testament. He writes, The works of the flesh are obvious. Fornication, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. I'm warning you, as I warned you before, those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Quite a list, isn't it? Some people are just naturally prone to being critical and argumentative. Some are locked into patterns of jealousy or or sexual immorality. And in this world of anything goes, where where cheating on your wife or your husband's been reduced to a lifestyle choice, it's easy for us to rationalise our particular form of stubborn sin away as being just that. Well, you know, the world's moved on, you know. We think differently these days, sleeping around, hey, hey, what's wrong with that? Arguing, criticising, pulling other people down, flying off the handle, ranting, raving, getting drunk until all hours. Well, they're just the things we do these days. A friend of mine was telling me about his son who has a wife and a young family. This son is out most nights playing sport, catching up with his friends, leaving her at home with this young baby. And, you know, he just can't see what's wrong with that. But no matter how much we kind of rationalise our sin away, if we're going to be brutally honest with ourselves, most of us, within just a few minutes of thinking about it, will be able to point to the one sin that seems to recur over and over and over again in our lives. And come on, let's be honest. 
there are consequences, serious consequences to our sin. And those consequences hurt. They hurt us and they hurt other people. And I don't know, maybe, maybe we've tried to break out of that pattern of behaviour from time to time. But it's so easy to fall back into it again. And that's when we feel trapped. That's, that's when we feel like there's no way out, no escape. And the worst thing is, it feels like, well, it feels like we're the only ones with this problem. Well, have a listen to what God has to say. Come on, because I, for one, am prepared to take him at his word. Let's have a listen. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Worth writing that passage down. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No testing has overtaken you that is not common to everyone. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tested beyond your strength. But with the testing, he also will provide a way out so that you may be able to endure it. Now, that is powerful stuff. So let's take a few minutes to unpack this, because my hunch is the power here in God's word is going to set some people down a path of believing that actually God can make a difference, that God, God really wants to set me free. Let's have a look. No testing has ever overtaken you that is not common to everyone. The testing is about having a trial or a temptation. It's the sense of our fidelity to God being tested. Take a man walking down the street. Coming the other way is a young, scantily clad woman coming towards him. Now, here is a test of his fidelity, not just to God, but to his own wife. What's he going to do with his eyes? What's he going to do with his imagination? I had a really interesting statistic from research conducted by an American Jewelers Association on employee theft. Have a listen. Mind-blowing, actually. 10% of all people will always steal no matter what. 10% will never steal. But 80% will steal if given the opportunity and if they think they won't get caught. So for 80% of us, our honesty and integrity is being tested on a daily basis. Testing happens all the time, and nothing that you and I are tested with is unique to us. Indeed, it's common to everyone. We all go through this. Sometimes we feel condemned because we think, oh, well, I must be the only one having these terrible thoughts. No, no. Everyone is tempted. The devil makes sure of that. He tempts us all. But, and here is this great but, but God is faithful and he will not let you be tested beyond your strength. What a promise from God. I love it. When we feel trapped, you and I, right when we're weak and when we're impossibly vulnerable, the promise of God is that he will never allow us to be tempted by our own desires or by the devil, or, as is so often the case, by both. He will never let us be tempted to an extent that is one hair's breadth further than our capacity to withstand or resist the temptation. See, so many of us, we head into temptation, particularly when it's to do with this stubborn sin where we've failed time and again. We just expect defeat. We're planning for failure. So, well, we fail the test. We yield to the temptation. The great news is this, that God is faithful and he will not let us be tempted beyond our strength. Instead, with the testing, he will also provide the way out so that you may be able to endure it. And over the coming weeks on the program, 
what we're going to be doing is investigating that way out, a practical rubber-hits-the-road expose of how to stop this stubborn sin dead in its tracks. Because God's Word is so incredibly practical for the man who for years has been caught in the cycle of shame of his addiction to pornography, for the woman who for years has had a miserable life because of her low self-esteem, for anyone and everyone who's ever felt trapped and completely powerless in their destructive patterns of behaviour that lash at their soul like a whip that never stops tearing into their flesh. For you I have this good news, that no testing has overtaken you that is not common to everyone. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tested beyond your strength. But with the testing, he will also provide the way out so that you may be able to endure it. You're not alone. You're not unique. And God is faithful. He has already planned and prepared a way out for you, a way out of the shame and the pain of persistent, stubborn sin. And I want you to remember this. These aren't my words. This is God's word. And God's word is sharper than any two-edged sword. God's word has the power to change us, a power we simply can't begin to understand until we experience it for ourselves. That's what we're going to be talking about over these coming weeks. today, I was just wondering if I could ask for your input, a bit of help if you will, to guide me along the way. As you might imagine, we receive a lot of feedback to a different perspective from right around the world. And one of the most common things people say is, I wish you could teach more about subject X or whatever. So that got me to thinking, wouldn't it be great if we could be a bit more deliberate about that? Wouldn't it be great if I could get your input on the teaching topics that would really speak into your life. So could I ask you, when you have a moment, to head across to teachingtopics.org to have your say. It'll only take you a couple of minutes, and who knows how many other people right across the globe might be blessed by your God-inspired ideas. That web address again is teachingtopics.org. Just a few minutes of your time could have a powerful impact that ripples out into countless places that we can't even begin to imagine. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.